0: Welcome back to the Most Wanted Podcast. I'm your host Nahum Bogala and nothing is safe from discussion over here. Before we start off, let me shout out those listening in on Anchor, Radio Public, Overcast, Breaker, Pocketcast, as well as Google Podcasts. I also want to give a big shout out to those listening in through Spotify as well. If you're listening in through Apple Podcasts, make sure to give a 5 star rating and review as well. If you're listening in on YouTube via the BroadHive channel, make sure to like and comment on the video, and as well as subscribe while you're at it. You can also catch me on uh, streaming on Twitch at Bogalanahum, which is my last name, first name, to watch me either play games or just live react to some sort of thing. You can stay up to date with the podcast on Instagram at Most Wanted Podcast as well on twitter at Most Wanted Pod. All right so welcome back guys to another episode of Project YYC where I interview those who are up and coming in the city in whichever passion or wherever they like. Today we got one of my guys Ken here. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself bro. What's
1: up guys my name is Uh I go by the name A.K. Ian. I'm a producer, writer as well as uh, a bunch of other things as well. I like to entertain people so yeah.
0: Now, nah, you are hella diverse in this city. I promise you. Like, I see you, you know, be producing your own podcast. I see you producing music. You're all over the place. I gotta respect it because, guy like you, me, like, the way I view things is like, I hate being tied down to one particular thing. Yeah, where if you keep on working on one thing, you'll just be burnt out over time. So then you'll just lose interest. So that's why I yeah. really do respect what you're doing right now, where you kind of trying out everything, seeing different possibilities, you know, expanding your own limitations. I got to respect that. I wanted to say that first and foremost.
1: Well, thank you, man. I got to say the same thing for you, man. I respect the podcast and even just you watching you do the podcast. Uh intro there was just so like you know clean cut and it seems like you've been here before
0: you know my nigga i promise you it's all written down ahead of time you think i know this shit off the top of my head
1: you're mad you're Dude, mad yo, reading lines is something else man bro before
0: i started the podcast i was thinking i was like should i write a whole script before like I, like actually making the episode i was like there's no way i'm gonna stick to it i promise you i, I tried almost for,
1: never do <laughs>
0: i promise you i tried it for the first episode i was like i'm throwing this shit out i'm done i can't do this i can't do this but to yeah, start, to start off real quick, why don't we go ahead and talk about uh, your podcast first and foremost, the Pot to Pissing podcast, if I know correctly.
1: Yeah, um, so that was a podcast that I started almost a full year ago. Now I just released the one year anniversary episode and uh, that was something that I just kind of started out because I was just starting to make music. and I actually wanted to get into the uh like the marketing area of it. I -hmm. I wasn't quite releasing my own music yet so I wanted to have a platform for other artists to come on and for me to almost set an example for to be like hey like other artists or other creators in the city why don't you guys start a podcast why don't I hop on when I start getting into my artist bag and then we could kind of work off of each other type of thing.
0: I see so your idea of the podcast is actually very similar to the the Project YYC thing that I'm trying to do, in a sense, where you're like, you know, mm-hmm. you're trying to find other people who are working similar to what you're doing. And then from there, talking about, you know, their upbringing, things of those natures, it, it, based off of what I can understand.
1: Basically, yeah, like that's essentially what it was. Like I wow. wanted to get a sense of every single artist in the city and like kind of mm-hmm. give them like their step forward as well as like learn something from them.
0: Right. I gotta respect that. that. That's fucking dope, man. Did you have any inspiration, like, for starting the podcast itself? Was there anything that you were, like, motivated by um, in order to start the podcast?
1: Well, there was... Shout out my friend Moses, by the way. Moses Kibrom. That's the guy. He's a director in Vancouver. But he showed me this podcast called uh, The Random Order Podcast with, like, mm-hmm. Trey and uh, Jay Richards, these guys from Toronto. and. Mm-hmm. I just seen like how many effects they did and how like fun it was. They had like a little green screen in the back and I just thought like, if I just had like a little soundboard, a couple boys together every week and we did a podcast, like that would be something right. fun to do. Right now And it that's... just, it turned into something way more serious, but that's what it started as. No,
0: I feel that. It's like, it's really fun when you start off, you're like, oh shit, I'm actually in it. And then you realize you have to start editing and you're like halfway through, mm-hmm. you're like, fuck! <laughs> Bro, fuck.
1: Yeah, no, it's a trip, man. It's a trip.
0: I swear, man, when you're editing, like halfway through, you actually start contemplating. It's like, do I really want to keep on editing this episode? You're like, I'm tired, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I know that you also took quite a break from uh, recording the podcast. I was checking around like your YouTube, you know, just doing a little bit of research on my end, which is really rare (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) But um, I was checking around. and I saw that you took a little break between like um, the last time you recorded and then you dropped two recent episodes, I believe on the 22nd and the 25th. If, I, if yeah. I remember correctly, you want to give the audience like a little bit of an explanation on like, you know, the hiatus, if you're going to be back to making it more on a regular basis.
1: Yeah. So basically, like I actually had a like a clear cut plan for the podcast for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. And my plan was to actually give it away to my co-host and have me step back into a producer role for the show. Really? Yeah. I actually was going to want to just get editors, like pay an editor. I already have a guy in Edmonton, shout out Danny V. Um, He's going to be doing my YouTube videos pretty soon here, but um, I wanted to get a full-on production going with the podcast. And, you know, COVID really slowed that down last year. Like we had an office to go to, but you couldn't really get guests there because it was just like, if you coughed, it was like it was like murder, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's
0: GGS. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get that. Like even but. now, like I'm in the library at uh, university now. If I start coughing, people start giving you the evil look, and you're like, mm. "Shit, man!" <laughs> you're like, "Shit, I'm I not infected." Could not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, um. I was just about to ask too about um, how COVID would have affected you on street or in terms of like your podcasting because I know you started about 2019, if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, it should have been. Oh yeah, so about two years ago now. So, right. Yeah, 2019.
0: So you said that um, the studio, like you had a studio in the works, but unfortunately COVID kind of shut that down. Is there anything else that might have, you know, slowed down in terms of COVID production, in terms of COVID that would have stopped your production?
1: Um, Yeah, like I, I mean, right around 2020 when the pandemic first started, I was, we were in the office for only a month before COVID. So we were really like just starting to move our stuff into our office. And uh, that, that really slowed things down because we had a production company, we had street, uh, Street Culture Studios, which is now, like, disassembled. It's not even a thing anymore.
0: Right. I was... I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. We had a couple of videos, actually, too, like, that are still archived. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, when it comes to Street
0: Culture Studios, I know that... I believe Godwin was one of the first episodes. Shout out Godwin, by the way.
1: Shout um, out Godwin.
0: I, I believe that he was one of your first episodes on Street Culture Studios. What were you planning on doing with, uh, with Street Culture, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Well, with Street Culture, we were basically going to have, like almost like a pot show but on mm-hmm. steroids. Um it was produced by Dylan Scarborough. Shout out Dylan as well. And Sorry, um Dylan. yeah. And like it was just like it was uh, it was supposed to be like a fun kickback, like interview type of show. And mm-hmm. uh um it never was supposed to be a podcast. Like the videos were gonna be like maybe 10 to 15 minutes. Right. And we got a really good episode out there with uh More Times and Simon as well. Shout out more times and Simon Dale as well. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah I know like That was right at the beginning of COVID, right? So like it really just slowed everything down. Like everyone had to pull back, go home, get their own clients to their own like place and then kind of split off.
0: Right. Are you planning on bringing it back anytime soon now that things are slowly starting to open back up again?
1: Well, this is the thing. I love Dylan. I love Godwin. Um, Godwin and I are actually working on music together right now and... uh, Really? Yeah. And Dylan and I are actually kind of working on a business together. So like we're all like we've all kind of moved forward from that, but we are still very much involved in media like Dylan. He's involved with Deo now as well. They do uh, Dis media, disrespect media. So it's basically like almost the exact same thing as street cultures, but more steroids, a lot more media savvy guys, better editors, better camera guys and all that.
0: Right, right. Are you involved with disrespect media in any way? Or is just, you know, just a friend of the overall production?
1: I'm really just like an overseer. I'm a friend. Like I don't really have like any, uh, business really getting involved in that. Like, uh, right now I'm I'm focused on something totally different. So like Mm -hmm. I kind of have to take a step back in that sense.
0: Right. Right. No, I understand. So, um, in terms of your, the podcast, in terms of long-term, what you're thinking about, are you still planning on becoming more of that producer role or are you still planning or are you just like due to COVID you're still going to be like the host of it and then slowly peel your way back?
1: Well like I this is the thing I love I love having plans but at the same time with the Potipis and podcast I yeah. want to have it come back perfectly I don't want to force a comeback I want to have it be genuine and right. have people want it to be back
0: no, and I, uh, yeah
1: like I feel like if if I get like a nice guest lineup like it won't quite matter until like I get the right host or get the right like upload schedule to get people really wanting to watch it
0: Right, no, I get that. Trust me, upload schedule is one of the hardest things to get down because A, niggas nah. are always busy, like especially your own schedule is always Ugh. fucked, always
1: it fucked. It never matches, so. man, never oh! does.
0: <laughs> All the time, like I literally have plans, right? Because normally I'd be recording at my house. Right now I'm in a studio in the university, I'm like renting it out right now. Yeah. And so normally I'd be recording at home. The issue is, is that my family lives alongside me. So. Oh if, man. So I'm in the basement, right, in my room. All of a sudden, I hear POTS upstairs. The TV's on. My dad's talking with my brother. I'm like, come on, man. I can't do shit. (laughs) I can't do shit. Oh, it's actually pain.
1: That is jokes. Yeah. And
0: on top of that, there's the school schedule I have to take part of. Final season is around.
1: It's pain, bro. It's pain. It's pain. It's totally different, man. Especially when you got, like, an artist that, like, you know, like... I don't know. I don't know if this is a thing, but like rappers are very much not other folks. Every time I try to get a rapper on the podcast, it just never worked out.
0: Who have you tried to get on the podcast? If you don't mind me asking, who do you have you tried to get on the podcast?
1: You know, I, I tried to work with Dali. I went to Vancouver a couple of times. He did move out there. So um, him and uh, Quincy Bands as well. Yeah, I went out there and like uh, did a couple of shoots with them. We got a couple of photos and stuff, but we didn't really have time to get a podcast in.
0: Oh, no, I understand. No, I swear. Scheduling is easily one of the worst things that not worst, but like the most frustrating part about doing a podcast because you have your own schedule mm. and you're trying to mesh it with the other person's schedule and you not trying to huh. like force them to go alongside yours. You're trying to compromise, but it's like it's yeah. so hard to find that in between. And you're like, oh, my. <laughs> it's
1: it's so one weird. of the like one of the most lengthiest, lengthiest, lengthiest parts of just trying to find an episode and get it out.
0: Oh, hands down. Now, yeah. when it when it comes to the podcast, you're, like for your pot to piss and podcast, have you had any difficulty thinking of like topics of discussion? Um, because I've listened to a couple episodes, right, and you mm. know, it it feels very authentic, like very chill, laid back, and you know, you guys are just talking. And is it just like do you plan out any topics ahead of time, or is it like you just it just comes up in conversation?
1: Well, I think that's a good. That's a great question, actually. I never got that question. And um, well, I would say for season two, I had a lot more help. I actually had uh, someone that helped me edit as well as uh, look for guests and figure out their like background and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, season one, like I was friends with everyone that I had on as guests. So I basically already knew everything and I was right. just really promoting them.
0: Oh, I see. I see. That sounds really (laughs) similar to what I did. I ain't even gonna lie. (laughs) That sounds really similar. Like season one was like a bunch of friends that I've known. And then now I'm starting to like slowly branch out to people that I don't know as well as like, like my close friends. Like, Mm -hmm. and now I'm starting to like slowly start doing a little bit of research because a whole thing that I have on my podcast, like, I really don't do a whole lot of research. Everything's like just, you know, what I know off of like base. But mm-hmm. I feel like if I want to take, you know, podcasting to the next level, you do have to start, you know, climbing up, doing research more and more. Get your facts right. But
1: definitely overall, and you got to like, get those sound bites as well. Right. Like you got to ask the controversial question. You oh, know? yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Get those clips in for like TikTok, Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every time. Every time yeah um but like say for example for what i do i know i keep on bringing up <laughs> what i do but just just yeah. to find oh. relatability you know so what i do is like i plan out a topic in terms of like one episode is not necessarily going to have like different topics in between it's like one overarching topic and then from there it's like different conversations can come out of it yeah like, for, for example like i have an episode coming out soon i don't know <laughs> lord knows when um <laughs> about uh, star wars and in my opinion like how Star Wars ultimately, like, had its own downfall. And so then from there, it can have, like, so many different discussions, like, you know, how they treated the main character of Finn or, you know, uh, Ray Skywalker being, you know, mishandled or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. so many different things can come out of, you know, just that one overarching topic. And it's so wild to think about, too.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, you could really just, like, go off and talk about how the employees were treated on set or how, like, everyone, like, worked together and, like, who got, like i guess like booted off the cast or didn't make the cast and different things like that you know
0: exactly exactly yeah and then um shit i had a good question fuck you ever like have a question that you think is really good and
1: then you get lost in conversation and then just slips out of your mind dude that it happens a lot and the only way that i've ever like figured out how to like get back the question is just to pay keep paying attention to the person talking I'm like Honestly? it seems like that's the opposite way to do it, but actually, like I figured out, sometimes I'll just be like, "Oh, that's what I was trying to say." I think
0: I think I remember what I was about to talk about. I think I was trying to say, but yeah, I mean, like your podcast is doing really well from what I can see. Um, thank, you, thank you. It's like I can only tell that things are only going to go up from there. And ju- judging how you're, know, very driven of a person, very you know, hardworking, I can only tell that things are going to get better. Trust.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. You know, it uh, takes a lot definitely to put out content. So
0: it yeah. de- definitely does, especially when you first start out. You're just on yeah. your ones. Man, it's tough.
1: It really is.
0: So yeah. judging how, you know, during COVID, there's a lot of podcasts that have been coming out because a lot of people are at home, right? So they're like, yeah. hey, fuck it. Let's start a podcast. Shit, that's how I started. I was like, yeah. I'm at home. Might as well. Have you thought about you know, what makes you stand out from the, the rest of the competition and, like, you know, what ro- really drives, you know, your uniqueness to, you know, compared to the rest of podcasts, you know, either in the city, the country, worldwide?
1: You know, I would say, um, I would say my connection to rap and hip hop. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I named the Piston Podcast the Piston Podcast is because of a Lil Wayne song that I used to rap as a little kid, one of my favorite Lil Wayne songs. Right. And um, even the intro itself, it has like a bunch of different artists ASAP Rocky, uh, Tory Lanez, other artists as well, just kind of saying Potipus and like in a row, all like chopped together Potipus and Potipus. And Potipus oh, that's and... stoked for shit. <laughs> that is yeah. so cool. Yeah. And like um, I even had one of my like favorite producers that still to this day, like is one of my good friends, make the intro. And I always had a sense of like, I wanted this to be almost like a much music or like a and not like an MTV, but almost like a Canadian media outlet for music and hip hop and something oh, like that. I Especially see. since that's what I was going for myself, you know.
0: Right, right. No, I understand. That is dope as shit as an idea. Where You're just it's... having like different, you know, not only media outlets, but like, you know, up and coming rappers, singers, all in their yeah. own pr- different perspectives in terms of the music lane and just having them come on, talk about themselves, their upbringings. Honestly, that sounds like a fucking dope idea.
1: Yeah, man. And you know, like I didn't, I didn't quite see myself as a, a full artist yet. So I really wanted to, you know, like really nitpick artists' brains and like see how they act in interviews and just oh. see how they carry themselves and how they like promote music, how they drop it. And like asking questions was the easiest way for me to find out. And I really did that way. So from what I can gather,
0: you're saying like, you know, the Pots of and podcast is not necessarily something that you want to do full time, more so like, a, like I'm talking like long term goal, um, yeah. like more so as a producer, but overall, as a stepping stone into more so of your music career, if, if I understand it well.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: that sounds that's smart as I that's a smart as <laughs> idea.
1: Holy. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Of course. Now going into YouTube, because I know you're also on YouTube as well. Is it under your? Pot- I'm putting all of your links in, like you know, my YouTube oh, description. Oh, bless you, man. Of course, bless of you. course. I gotta advertise you, bro. I I can't remember under what name was your YouTube channel. Was it also Pissen?
1: It was also Pissen for the. Pods podcast you can check that out. And um, my main channel, like where I do reaction videos, mostly comedy. Um, about to put blogs on there as well as like uh, just like improv skits. Mm-hmm. Um, it is under Ken CGY, so just like Ken CGY.
0: Gotcha. Is it Ken underscore CGY or just one word?
1: Just one word. Yeah.
0: One word. All right. Got you. Got you. Um, when did you start making uh, YouTube videos? You know, just give a little bit of background for the audience.
1: Oh, well, this is the thing. I have been making videos since maybe 2011, but mm-hmm. a lot of my videos as a kid are just like kind of deleted. Now they're just like Planet of the Apes reaction video or like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a <laughs> <laughs> kid playing with like skateboard and hockey stick video and right, right, little things like that. I always loved like being in front of the camera and also being behind the camera as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like YouTube. like growing up I always wanted to uh, have a YouTube channel at this age and um, it just comes down to this point of me like you know getting footage and I can't even lie this year I kind of lacked grabbing footage I was kind of on my phone the whole year and just inside but (laughs) bro nigga, I don't blame
0: you I don't blame you I was just the same way I'm just chilling 2021 (laughs) has already been bad enough man I just want to relax
1: oh man like you're kidding me if you If someone's saying they had a great year, man, they're lying.
0: They're lying. No. <laughs> you can tell by the bags in their eyes. They're like, nah. Yeah, like to no. yourself. You can
1: see it. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: it don't matter how dark you are, my nigga. We can tell.
1: <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>
0: uh, but um, I then, was actually about to ask, too, Um, what inspired you to start doing all of your media? We will get to your music in a second. But okay. I just wanted to ask, what inspired you to start doing, like, all of your media in general? Like, you know music your uh, podcast you know youtube what photography even every now and then um Mm -hmm, what inspired you to start all of it
1: you know just the people i was surrounded with dylan's a really great uh eye for composition and just photos and videos as well this guy's a really great guy behind the camera Mm um just seeing the artistry of like my my boy thomas ice morris that guy just he's always on the go and he never stops and that's something that's super inspiring and like I keep guys like that around me and like that's always cultivated my personality and just made who I am. And I'm, I'm a very deep person into like um, surrounding myself around people that are just like me or even just trying to pursue the same type of industry or field as me.
0: Right now, I got to respect it because the best way to inspire, like the, the most amount of motivation for yourself. Is finding like-minded people alongside you. And then that, not, not only, like, cause a little bit of competition in your mind where it's, like, it's not yeah. even, like, in terms of, like, rival like, I fucking hate this nigga, but more so, like...
1: You or know, in friendly. terms of, like, I could get kicked out because that guy might be better than me type thing. So let's get on the next level with Yeah, them. exactly. But not, yeah. not even that. It's just,
0: like, more so it's, like, yeah, he can if he can do it, so can I kind of thing. It's just, like, a friendly yeah. competition kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it definitely gets into a competitive like uh it's almost like our basketball you know like you got teammates you're trying to fight for a starting spot you know
0: yeah yeah no oh man basketball is going wild this season are you a fan
1: oh dude i am such a fan my celtics are gonna win this year that's all i know time out my nigga. did you just
0: say the celtics
1: okay 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 I was saying some games. I was saying some games. I didn't say a championship. I said some games.
0: <laughs> I heard champions. I'm like, all right, let's let's stop the breaks right here, real quick, real quick. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Y'all got yeah. Ennis Black, <laughs> Black Power <laughs> Freedom. <laughs>
1: Liberation. Man. Liberation.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Bro, I ain't even gonna lie. Like when Ennis Cantor first started coming out about like all of his stuff against LeBron, right? Dude, yeah. I understood where he was coming from. But now it's like, I mean, on one hand, it's like LeBron made sense where he's like, I'm not going to make any comments because I'm not really too well versed on what's going on in this situation. And neither am I. So I, that's why I've never really said anything. Mm-hmm. But and, and his cancer was like, yeah, you should be learning more about, you know, other topics about, you know, what's going on in the world. And granted, he LeBron is not entitled to speak about every single issue in the world. I'm not saying that.
1: Most definitely.
0: But at the same time, it's like I understood where Ennis Cantu was coming from. But now, I got to keep it a whole stack. He is milking the shit out of it. Oh, yeah, no. You can tell that his
1: Twitter thing's going up and, like... Mm-hmm. his jerseys sales are going up and shit because his name's just you know on sports center all the time right now so
0: oh yeah and then not only that he's on fox news now and now he says like yeah michael jordan never did anything for black people i was like okay now let's, he's just let's, stop. let's, yeah. stop. <laughs> let's stop let's stop let's stop the cap let's stop the cap wow wow that's hilarious I said he never did anything for black people he literally had shoes by night and like you know how you know custom shoes right he yeah. had on his shoes shit like yeah when gonna uh, call out China, LeBron, and it's like literally the stuff about the Chinese protest he had on his ship. made by Nike, the very same company that he's against because it has shops in China. Uh,
1: like, yeah. you see how hypocritical this is, right? It really is, and like, if you keep reading into it, you're just realizing how, like, just how dumb it is, the whole thing, like, it's really...
0: what project yeah. pat say man oh fuck i can't remember fuck. but yeah, 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 yeah
1: something like
0: that going back to what we were talking about um you also do music as well you're your own rapper writer as well
1: could make you stand tall young niggas playing ball deep ball until the fall now we got all the Mars. now we got all the cars now we in money i'm me a big fucking couch there's no Big up before he left the game, taught me this very lesson. After I seen the face on Jay, I said we better make it. Keep it up for these phones, they're they can barely take it. And for our mamas who the real soul, just move in the matrix. And in my city, yeah, you know that we down Um, uh,
0: I gotta ask, where do you get your inspiration for your music? Like, are you inspired by any rapper in particular? Do you have any sort of influences? Like what influenced you to start rapping?
1: Well, the craziest thing, my first influences as a kid weren't really uh they weren't really rappers. Like Drake, he was a pop guy. He was more like R and B guy first. Right. And I the rappers I used to listen to were more of like Dr. Dre and uh Tech Nine. I'm I'm really forgetting names right now, but basically coming up, I didn't really get into rap fully mm-hmm. until uh probably around high school. I started listening to like 21 Savage, all the guys that came out in 2016 on that double XL right, and that's right. when I really started being like, you know what? Like every time we get in the car with the boys and freestyling and like, I became the guy that was just freestyling in the car. And then from that point on, it just kind of turned into something else.
0: See, I've always wanted to ask someone who actually knows how to freestyle. How do you do it? Like, how do you think of the ideas to just start coming up with like all different, you know, rhymes and reasons and shit like that? Cause I've tried it and I just blank after like the first like two lines. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. I gotta yeah. ask.
1: You know, it's mostly just like filling in bars, like getting punchlines that don't rhyme.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's like, um, like, give an example. i
1: started to put I was, you on I, was just, I was about to do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I got a comb on my hair. Nah, man, that bitch really got a stare. Now nah, niggas really wanna light up a light up a J, but nah, nigga, you don't really wanna fucking play.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Like almost like you could turn it into a nursery rhyme and like extend it out. Mm-hmm. But like, that's how I learned to freestyle. Cause like just getting a rhyme every single bar is like mental gymnastics, you know?
0: That's exactly why I, I was like, how do you do it? That's that was where I was stuck at. So the key is kind of more so just fill in the blank kind of thing.
1: Yeah, like mostly like when your mind just starts getting blank, think of a way to navigate to your next uh, rhyme. Mm-hmm. Like forget the last rhyme. Now you're just trying to find your way to the word that you're going to use for another ride. Oh,
0: okay. Now, yeah. when it comes to you freestyling, have you ever like, like made a whole story out of you know just freestyling alone? Or is it just more, know, like random things that you just like mashed and put together kind of thing on the spot?
1: Well, like I would say um, more of my story, my story oriented stuff, I like to write more. Right. Just so I can really get like a like a full grasp of what I'm trying to get out to people. Mm-hmm. But freestyling wise, I do do that a lot. I'll do um, like my first three takes of every single song that I do. I'll freestyle the thing from the beginning to end, mm-hmm. and I'll just kind of cut up what I like. And usually I'll use maybe 10 percent of that, and uh, and then go off and write the rest. Yeah.
0: That see, I was literally my next question was just about to say oh, when it comes to, you know, when you're producing songs, like how does it work? Like, you know, your day-to-day, how do you get into the studio um, when you're writing a song, when you're thinking of anything to write about? I was literally just about to ask that.
1: Well, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I really I really don't force it. You know, I just kinda, if I'm feeling like, if I'm feeling like I got a beat in my head or like I got a melody or I have some lyrics down, mm-hmm. I'll I'll go to my laptop, but if it's not coming out, I'll just kind of go off and do something else. And I don't really like to force it.
0: Honestly, I feel like that's really key because you can tell when someone forces like anything when it comes to like, you know, art as their per- preferred passion, like mm-hmm. podcasting, music, like you can tell when something is forced versus something that's natural. And the thing that's natural always seems to like just go more smoothly. So yeah. honestly, I feel, I feel that exact same thing.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really important to me too. Cause like I really take my, uh, just music in general seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe not my own music. I kind of release just whatever I like. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, I really take into account that every listener is really affected by what I say and what they hear in their ears. So I'm just like, I got to make sure that I'm doing the best that I can do.
0: No, nah, I respect that. I respect that. Um, yeah. When it comes to your music, your style of rapping or your style of uh, music, would you, how would you relate it to in terms of any well-known artists right now? Just so then the audience can kind of get a sense of like, your style
1: well I would say my my catalog is very my discography is very uh, all over the place right now I would say there's some Frank Ocean vibes and they're definitely for the vocals Mm -hmm. there's some uh there's some like Jay-Z type of like vibes for like beats as well as uh Kanye for beats as well right um a lot of Jay-Z type of writing a lot of double entendres that I like to do Mm -hmm. I just love making people think when I write so I do that a lot and uh yeah, no, I, I had a couple songs like that are like Drake songs, you know. I, I do be crying a lot because girls break my heart and shit. So
0: women yeah. are not good people. Let's just say that no. right now, women are not they're,
1: good people. <laughs> they're the best thing ever when you need to write a song. But oh not my for lord, else.
0: talk to him, talk to him. <laughs> There's so many things that you could just sit down and then like, all right, who broke my heart recently? I can Got write it. a book.
1: On God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Chapter one. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Oh man. I swear, man. Bro, I know you're also on Twitter as well. And you're kind yeah. of more so of a controversial tweeter, to, to put it lightly. To put it yeah. lightly. You know, is there any any reason or is it just, just a fuck around kind of thing?
1: It's really, like, people think I'm a troll. hmm But half of the time, I'm really just, like, either just saying something I heard that day. Mm-hmm. Or just like, you know, like my first thought that comes to my head. And usually that gets me in trouble. Right. Yeah. But, you know, like I kind of lived with it at this point. You know, I've been approached by like the police for my tweets. So it's
0: wait. Seriously?
1: Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: All right. I got to hear the story about
1: this. (laughs) there's no way we can just
0: over this story.
1: (laughs) Okay. So this is goes back maybe seven months. Mm -hmm. So I'm chilling. I'm really in my content mode. I'm, I'm creating my content a lot and I'm tweeting heavy. Right. And this is right around the time I think um, Joe Biden was going into office.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So basically the RCMP was looking through Twitter and they were trying to find uh, people that were threatening Trump on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I had made a statement And uh, I would like to say right now for the RCMP, I did not mean anything that I said (laughs) on that tweet. (laughs) Please don't come to my front door again. And yeah, no, I basically just said, uh, someone has to hit Donald Trump with that Draco.
0: That's not even that bad. Like, if we don't keep it a sec, that's not even that that bad.
1: So yeah, I got approached by the RCMP for that tweet. They came to my front door. My mom actually answered the front door and she just kind of was like, can what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, okay. Who's who's here?" Walk up to the front door. They come out with a tang probably like this thick, right? Like it's it's unreasonably thick for no reason, and it just has screenshots of like my Facebook page, my profile picture, my Twitter, all my socials, right? Right. And then highlighted, they show me the tweet, and they're like, "You get, this right here is gonna get your account taken down." and i was like i don't have to i don't have to do that this is free speech i didn't even threaten him right and like my mom's just kind of there being like i can't like stop like
0: just, <laughs> just shut the fuck up
1: yeah <laughs> like stop defending yourself just leave it just leave it let them right. tell you you're wrong and then leave and they did they basically told me like Um, You don't have to take your account down, but we will be monitoring you. Like, if you keep this activity up, like, we're going to have to take your account down.
0: (laughs) Is that why you made, like, a whole anti-RCMP shit on your Twitter page?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I literally, like, it was the worst time ever because I felt so muzzled. I was like, man, I'm not tweeting no more. Like, I can't.
0: That wow! These ops really came up to your hey. crib as like, yo, <laughs> we need you to yeah. shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't even like, like I've tweeted some worse stuff before, you know? Like, right. I this wasn't know. even anything wild. It was, just, wild. That
0: was, it was just like, yeah, someone need to check in on that, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> wild. Basically. Hey, man. Just got to charge that one to the game. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You'll win some, you lose some. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. But going back to your music, you said that you're really diverse when it comes to, you know, either the beats or, you know, the production value or even, like, the lyrics themselves. Yeah. Um, w- when it comes to the lyrics, are you, like, leaning more so on, like, you know, heavy, hardcore kind of, like, drill-type shit or more so, like, soulful or maybe, like, just in the middle kind of thing? Like, where are you when it comes to your lyrics?
1: I would say I'm more out of, like, a... Uh... Uh, like, a storytelling point right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can make good drill music, but at this point right now, I don't know enough about it. You know, I only know some of the biggest artists, like Pop Smoke and, you know, right, Chief right. Keef and all that. But I really want to just, uh, for for the beginning, I've been storytelling, and I kind of kept towards that, and uh, my writing has definitely been that for the long part.
0: Right, no, I, I respect that. Now, because some of my favorite songs of all time... Are usually like storytelling based like for example sing about me i'm dying i'm dying of thirst or mm. um neighbors or fucking neighbors. saba's whole fucking album of care for me
1: i uh, love that album yeah
0: saba is one of my favorite artists i fucking
1: love that dude yo man he's crazy Did you go to
0: his concert back in i think it was 2018.
1: you know i missed too many concerts man and that's that's one that i just found out that he was in calgary yeah he was in calgary like three years ago with jid You see what I mean? Like, yeah, I knew that J.I.D. came that day, but I missed that concert, so I wouldn't have known. Bro, I
0: promise you, I've never been more heated in my life. Let me explain. So (laughs) I had, I had bought, like, VIP after-show tickets, right? Where I would be able to meet Saba and J.I.D. before the show, get pictures Mm -hmm. with them, I'd get merch mailed to my house, and then I'd be able to go to the after-party, right? Really dope shit. Really dope. Problem is, problem is, I'm leaving from work, which is like my family restaurant at the time. And I'm leaving from there, which is already super busy. So by the time mm-hmm. I'm leaving, I'm already late. So by the time I get to the theater downtown, I already missed the pre-show. I was so fucking heated. Mm-hmm. And then, I to be honest, when I bought the ticket, I didn't even know that there was an after party. I didn't even know. One of my Twitter mutuals, like we were talking about it, um, the concert, and she was like, yeah. There was after there was an after party too that we went. to. It was really dope. I'm sorry. I was like, I beg your fucking pardon. There was an after party. She was like, Yeah, oh yeah, there is. My. I'm
1: like, You gotta whoa. dispute
0: that ticket, man. That's yo. Dog. I promise you, I've never been more down, terrible in my life until that point. Wow. I was really contemplating some dark <laughs> thoughts then. Oh my right.
1: goodness. You just paid overpriced for general admission.
0: That's all I did. Well, that and the merch and the merch is shit. Like okay, it's cool yeah, the shit. merch. Like we got, I got like a poster, a hoodie, and a bandana. And The bandana is sick as fuck. I don't usually mm-hmm. wear it because like when <laughs> when bandana. am I gonna need a bandana? Yeah.
1: <laughs> really though, yeah.
0: But overall, nah, it was a fun-ass party. I think they were moshing to, like, one of JID's, like, slowest songs. I'm like, nigga, what are we doing here? Even JID had to stop everything. It's like, nigga, what are y'all doing? <laughs> y'all moshing to this song? Are you dead-ass right now? I'm like, Bro. Let me
1: change the song for y'all, like...
0: That's what I'm saying. That's literally what he said. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> Holy. but Calgary's on a different timing, man. That's crazy. I swear. Calgary is
0: literally the most nutshit place that you could probably live in. In terms of Alberta, we yeah. don't care. At least it's better than Edmonton, though.
1: Yeah, no, like... Edmonton, like really, there, there's not a question about it. All they have is an, an arena where people go to,
0: and the mall. But like after that, it's like, even the mall itself. It's like after your second time going, what's the
1: use? You're really like, yeah. You're like, okay. all the same stores are in a, in Calgary, just That's not the I'm same saying. mall. Like,
0: what's the point? It's just big. Yeah. It's just big. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's all it is.
0: Waste of my time. I was also gonna ask about um, your music. What do you have in plans like for the future? Like you know, potential album release, EPs. What do you have going on in the future for your for your
1: music? Well, recently I've been uh, doing something new. I've been directing music videos. So. Um, really. Yeah, I actually got put on as an assistant director for a music video. Um, the artist's name is. I think his name is. DK, something like it's some, some Toronto ass hmm. name, like DKSK, DK, something like that. Right, right. But uh, yeah, like I'll make sure to shoot you the link. And like that's a video that um I was just working on recently. But for myself, music wise, I've just been kind of, you know, making beats. Mm -hmm. trying to figure out the vibe for my first ep
0: right got you got you now is there any i know that you're on soundcloud but are you also like on spotify apple music in terms of your music just so that i can link it and then everyone else can listen to it as well
1: no but actually uh you can find pretty much all of my music on soundcloud and yeah
0: i bet i'll link the soundcloud um and i'll put everything in the description for you trust me i got you covered
1: blessed man i appreciate that a lot of
0: course so um we're just finishing up right now i don't think i have any other oh wait i do <laughs> um, when right. it comes to your when it comes to your music are you the one that produces your own beats like are you the one that is in charge of all of that or is there another person handling that for you what does that look like
1: yeah um well most of the times i either make my own beat or i hand pick it myself i'll usually be with people like listening to beats mm-hmm. when i'm writing mm-hmm. but for the most part I almost go 100% by myself to figure out um, what beat I want to use or what sounds I want to use, and or uh, basically like if I want to use my piano or if I don't want to just kind of go on Beatstar, or YouTube, and find a beat.
0: Right, right. And then from there, you kind of just like break it down a little bit. If you if you feel like in the mood to actually like you know edit your own, then you kind of break yeah. it. down. Oh, got you, got you. How yeah. fun is it? Because I've always thought about you know making beats every now and then but like i've never gotten into it what does it
1: look like you know um it's a lot of uh trial and error for sure i've been Mm -hmm. beat making for almost six years now Mm -hmm. and um it's it's really fun like i've never lost like the fun of just making a beat better and like adding something onto it and actually being like okay this is turning into something it's a full song now but uh, just the process of like uh, like, being in the zone like, just making music and it's not working for you, it does get frustrating for sure. And I mm-hmm. try to, like, just get up and do something else when that's happening.
0: And then when it comes to COVID, has COVID affected you making music, producing music by any means? Um, if you'd like to elaborate more on that.
1: I would say I I became much more open with my music. Um, before, I didn't really like sharing my beats at all. Mm-hmm. But, um... I've just been doing more lives on Instagram. Uh, I've been you know, tuning into
0: some of those. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, just live beat making and stuff like that. You know, um, I haven't really been going into like because I really do want to get into streaming. I want to do like four five hours, maybe six hour streams where I break down how I do it and teach people different things. Tricks <laughs> that I know that maybe other people don't know, but uh, that's maybe something for the future for sure. But uh, yeah, no, like it's it's still been a fun thing it's been a trip it's been almost six years now and like i still love it to this day
0: six years god damn yeah time really flies so that's really crazy
1: it really does man and it feels like i just started yesterday right like even
0: now (laughs) like i was thinking like i was just editing some shit for the podcast right and all of a sudden i'm on anchor and it says like yeah check your spotify raps for your podcast it's been one full year now i'm like it's been a, like my first official year of doing the podcast because I started back in October. And I'm like, holy Ooh. fucking shit. That's yeah. wild.
1: It, it truly is, man. Like, yeah, time flies by, like, when you're doing something that you truly, like, are into and have fun doing.
0: Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's so much fun. Now, honestly, yeah. I this is probably one of the best decisions I've ever made because now I can make more connections, like, with people like you. Other yeah. people that I've interviewed with making more connections. So, I'm not even... No no regrets from my end.
1: Yeah, it can't be bothered. Exactly. Yeah. Now,
0: I think those are all the questions that I have lined up for today. Granted, oh. I didn't line up any questions. This is all, like, off the dome. But... Hey,
1: all right, that was pretty sick.
0: But do you have anything else that you'd like to say before I, you know, start ending up the podcast?
1: <clears throat> um, I would like to say, guys, watch out. Um, Your boy is going to be on a Netflix um, special. I'm about to be a PA on a Netflix thing, so...
0: Hold the fuck up, what?
1: Yeah, I got a little connect. um, The most recent music video that I was just on, um, shout out uh, Karmika Mm -hmm. and Wyatt as well. Those two are two great people. They helped me go to the next level basically, but they put me on for uh, Karmika has a documentary that she's doing on herself and her foundation, the Walker Foundation. And I'm gonna be on set as the PA, so yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Wow, what's the what did the Walker Foundation uh, do?
1: It's basically it's a foundation for mental health and um, it's it stems from Karmika's uh, father. he had a uh, schizophrenia and uh, she's doing basically research and a lot of fundraisers and things like that of that nature mm-hmm. all around a nonprofit organization called the Walker Foundation
0: that's so cool man i'm proud of you proud of everything that you're working on praying for nothing but your success in the future man
1: hey man likewise likewise appreciate i want to see this podcast go everywhere man i want to see clips
0: (laughs) (laughs) trust me clips will be coming out soon trust trust but i think that's pretty much it so Thank you all for making it to the end of the episode. If you want to show love to the podcast, follow me on both Instagram at Most Wonder Podcast and Twitter at Most Wonder Pod to stay up to date on guest features, upload days, and more. Once again, I want to shout out those listening in on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Radio, Pu- Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Anchor. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give a five-star rating and review as well. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify, as well as on YouTube via the Broder Hive channel, where not only you can find my podcast, but plenty of other top-notch material. Until next time, we out. Easy, y'all.